26 minutes to five. Very shortly, Lauren O'Neill is going to join us. Port Adelaide's AFLW coach, Mark Bickley and Kevin Sheedy coming up after five. And for Port fans, Ollie Wines from 5.30 every Monday for the public holiday. Now a Tuesday, we catch up with Tim Ginova. Thanks to the Lakes Hotel at West Lakes. You can see every AFL game live and loud at their amazing sports bar at the Lakes. Tim Ginova. We're in the World Cup, Timmy G. Unbelievable. We are into our fifth World Cup. You know what the amazing thing was? I don't know that a lot of people gave us any no one chance of beating well, that. Well, yeah, I, well, yeah. well, I jumped off. Yeah. But boy, boy, am I <laughs> back on. Oh, of course you are. Of course you are. You know, and, and people were saying, you know, that's bigger than the Aloisi one or the rest of it. I think you you lose a bit of perspective with memory over yes. time because that Aloisi one, we just hadn't been in for so long. Mm. It was incredibly emotional. Special but moment. I think it was just the... The whole thing that it just we played well but didn't score, and you're trying to get there, and it looks like it's just going to be another heartbreak, and mm. then that moment happens. And our breakfast team's reaction was, was superb. It was just superb. It was one of those moments where I, I'd actually forgotten, and I woke up early for some reason. It must have been fate. Okay. I go out, I turn the tally on, and it's on, and it's into penalties. I then get the Facebook live stream up of our breakfast team and watch that while I'm watching that. Oh, and, and everybody else is asleep, so mm. I can't carry on. Yeah. And it was just like a Marcel Marceau reaction. <laughs> <laughs> it, was Unbelievable. Un- it was unreal. Getting a lot of texts, keep them coming in, sip and save text on Australia win a soccer world cup, bro. <laughs> More chance of being kicked to death by a duck. Cheers, boys. <laughs> Patrick, well... You never say never. How's the grey wiggle, the star, Andrew Redmayne? A coach pulling that lever to pull out your best keeper to put a stopper in in Andrew. Unbelievable. It was gutsy call, wasn't it? Gutsy call. Let's face it, if it didn't come off, uh, there would have been an incredible tirade probably come his way. But, you know, that's why he knows his players inside out. He knew that it was horses for courses. And what I loved about that guy was his energy. He did not stop prancing and jumping and dancing and star jumping in, in the goal square. And I just loved it when he finally, you know, Got the right call, dived to the right and saved. And his face afterwards was just priceless. I loved it. He just stood mm. there and <laughs> just stared at everybody. Oh, it was mm. just brilliant. Well done. FFA stood firm by Graham Arnold as coach. I mean, that's a great example of um, belief, isn't it? Yeah. And just firm. Yeah, and I was saying afterwards, you know, he's just put so much into it. He's put a lot into the yeah. game as such. And, you know, there's that uh, critical moment and he had to make a critical call and it comes off. So yeah. you deserve the accolades when it happens. Yeah. And well done to Craig Goodwin getting a lot of texts on behalf because he's a South Australian born and bred. Adelaide United, I thought he was the best player or one of in the yeah. A-League. He comes on, gets his penalty straight in the back of the net, Nawa Mobile. So it's good to link it back to Adelaideans. And you'd love... Well, your, your, I, th- I think that's soccer. why they, they took Goody was also because he is very good at penalties. And I think part of that was, you know, if we get into that situation where we're in a, a shootout, well, you want a guy that you know is going to put it in and keep that pressure on mm. and he would his Wrong kick the goal he went straight to the middle up the top didn't it, it? it hit the top of the net that is a gutsy kick uh, that's a, that's gutsy a real kick. gutsy kick so well done well done uh plenty of other sport to speak of we'll get to port adelaide because we've got ollie wines after five thirty and a special guest after uh the break here if you could speak to jason horn francis what would you say to him timmy if you could mentor him right now mm. he's 12 games into his afl career yeah and he's been rubbed out for two for a Swinging arm. Yeah, the first first thing I'll say is I prefer to deal 
with a player with passion than I do with one that has no passion. Mm. And the kid's got passion. And he wants to be the best yes. and he wants to achieve. At the moment, there's probably a lot of things not going wrong. Not quite aligning for And him. he got angry yeah. and he did something silly. You know, it's funny. I was talking about it earlier today with some stuff here and I just said, it sort of reminds me of when Nathan Buckley come through. Mm. Nathan was... Uh, McGarry medalist. But he was a hard manager. He was a hard manager yes. as a kid. Yeah. Um, he was. Well, you played with him in 94, Oh, yeah. Didn't you? We had him in 92. Yeah, we had him in oh, 91, 91 92. He, 91, he played 92. half a dozen yeah. games in 91. Okay. And you knew, but he had this incredible air of cockiness. He was, you know, probably ahead of himself, especially yeah. in 91, um, where he played a few good games and thought he was going to be a superstar. Then he got really towed up in a final. He writes it in his book and he says, mm. I learned a lesson that day. And the thing about him was you just had to keep, you let the, you let the, that competitive spirit and that mm. and that amazing talent come to life, but you've also got to have the moment where you've got to bring him in. Yes. And we had several of those with Nathan in 92 okay. where he just had to be taken and the arm around him and say, now, mate, you don't say those things and you don't do those things. Okay. And, and it was that time he would go off his head at me sometimes. And I remember in the grand final, this is right into the grand final, it poured with rain in the second half uh-huh. and he took off down the thing and he bounced the ball in the wet. And he bounced it again in the wet. And it came back to him twice, right? Anyway, George Fiacci comes up to me and says, you tell that idiot, this game isn't over yet, and tell him not to lair eyes and bounce in the wet. So I've done exactly that. I've gone up to him. I've grabbed him on the back of the neck and I said, listen, don't you start lair eyes and bouncing the ball. He went mental at me. <laughs> and he said, oh, I tested it at halftime. I knew it would come back to me. I said, and that's why you're a champion. <laughs> oh, dear. So but he, he was had a, an what his oh, he was a was fig jam yeah, back in cor- the day, yeah, wasn't it? He was, a real, yeah. he was at times a real hard manage. But it was, for us older blokes, mm. it was an enjoyable manage because you knew what you were dealing with. And Competitor, highly skilled, correct. his want and desire for the club. Do and they the, have an ego? Absolutely. Yeah. But there's no okay. problems with that. you just got to manage it and work with him. And at the moment, he's, you know, they don't like losing either, these kids. No. You know, because they are so competitive. So Jonathan Brown brought him. up a point last night with Jason Horn Francis. It's different because Nathan won the Rising Star. He should have won the Bears' Best and Fairest. Hmm. Jason is dropping his bundle. Jason is spraying Todd Goldstein. He's not fighting it out like Bucks did. Yeah. Again, there's... They're not the same bloke. Uh, let's put it that way. I don't know uh, young Jason at all, but I'm saying you, you've got a really competitive kid there. You've just got to work with him. He's going mm. to make mistakes along the way. I mean, I can he tell you. He turns 19 next Tuesday. Exactly. I can tell you as a 20-year-old, I was lunatic, and I learned a, a really harsh lesson because of it, and I had to pull my head in and start again because mm. I told the coach that, you know, he didn't know what he was doing, and he said, sit down and stop behaving like a schoolchild. Mm. And I said, well, I will when you stop coaching like one. Oh, yeah. Who was the coach? Yeah, Russell Ebert, my hero. Oh, no. And How I, did that go down? It didn't man? go down well. And then at the end of the game when he <laughs> wanted to put me back on, I said, I'm not going on. And he looked at me and he said, you'll get on. I said, no, I won't. And, oh, this is crap behaviour. It's exactly what we're talking about here wow. with how young Hall Francis. I was 20. Story. I can't imagine Oh, yeah, I went off like my that, head. This is how lunatic I was. child. Because I, I was so obsessed with, you know, my performance and, and yes. playing the best I possibly could, and okay. I hadn't. So the next day, I obviously... Well, that's what made you great in the I, end. I think about yeah. it overnight, and okay. I think, well, I've got to make an apology or else I could be in big trouble here. So I go Sunday morning, and I go out to Russ, and I apologise, and Russ put his arm around me. He said, I understand it. You're, you're a young player. You've got plenty of emotion, and I like that, and all the rest of it. He said, but how about six weeks in the twos? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I, I played half a dozen in the twos as, as a punishment. Cop that and play Cop that, fair. pull your head in, and don't oh, ever behave like yeah. that again. 
the great Russ, like you'd be the only bloke I know that's done that to the great Russ. Well, you know what? Um, probably I set the what example for others not to do. <laughs> and I copped six weeks for it and I deserved wow. it. But wow. it was a turning great point story. in my yeah. life and it was a turning point in my career. So he needs that moment is what you're saying. I reckon he's just and this had could it. could be that moment. I reckon he might have just had it. Two weeks suspension. And if he gets good advice and good people around him, as, as I was lucky enough to have it at the football club at the time, you can... Turn it around. Absolutely. He's got great family. He's got great management. He'll be fine. Should Port go hard for him this year? Would you like to see your club go hard for him? Look, it's it's a technical one because you've got two years, they get straight away, don't they? Mm. So I'm, I'm a I'm a one to You've got to pay start. overs to get him out this year. Uh, yeah, that's right. I, I'd like to see him see his time out at least mm. and then you maybe – but would you like him back playing for your club? Uh, yes, you would. Mm. He's going to be a very mm. good player. Mm. What would you give? No, no, we're not at that stage. <laughs> we're not at that stage, Stephen. You won't no, be sucking into yeah. that one. <laughs> what names are you willing to give up? Georgie Addis. Uh, someone had a good Butters. line on Twitter. They said that they're going so bad at the Kangaroos, he's going to appeal his two-game suspension and hopefully get 10 so he doesn't <laughs> oh, have to play for the rest it. of the year. The other big story, Bailey Smith, cops an illicit drug policy strike. Uh, it's unsavoury. If we think it's not rife in the AFL... Um, so, so to, to go fast forward to the illicit drug policy, do you think it is working? And how would we know? I mean, honestly. No, we don't. And and that's the thing. I think uh, Luke Beveridge touched on it and just said, look, you know, unfortunately. Let's revisit it. Yeah. Let's revisit it. And if you're going to have one, then mm. maybe change the way you uh, look, the way you actually impose it. Because mm. I think at the moment uh, it's having little to zero effect. Mm. And one last one before we go to the break. Port's top eight window, is it a sash window? Is it just, is the sash getting a little bit of... <laughs> are you saying, uh, are they fraying? Yeah, are they fraying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. You, you, you've got sash Look, with every probably... Yes, I have. Uh, with every loss, you're right, that, that oh, rope just dear. frays a little bit more. But look, um, saw some good signs too on the weekend in the Maggies. Oh, Georgie Artie's game, he, he cannot play SNFL again, I'm sorry. He is way too good. I well, still, why was he there in the first place? I still think he's the best forward Porter got. That's, yep. that's my opinion. I thought there was some... Um, Tickle? Good signs in Tickle. Mead was really good. Burgoyne is going to be a player. Okay. Um, that's great. The kids, start, the kids starting to come along really nicely. Yeah. And I thought uh, two guys that had been in the side before, Dersma and Frederick, were good performers as well. So there's a, there's a bit of pressure there, which is good, because they okay. needed that, pushing up onto the A grade to keep that up in the belt. Okay, we got Lauren Arnell after this. Lauren Arnell is the coach of your... AFLW team, I'm looking forward to this. We're looking forward to it. Yes, Lauren's going to join us very shortly. Timmy is here thanks to the Lakes Hotel at West Lakes. Rowie's Sports Show. Adelaide's 5AA. 11 minutes to 5. Mark Bigley coming up after 5 o'clock. And also Kevin Sheedy, big night in the AFL with the Australian Football Hall of Fame tonight. Rowie, not one but two Port Adelaide legends now in the room. Starting to get the numbers. Well, well. <laughs> Port's AFLW team, well, they're building. They've started their 2022 season. Joining us, inaugural coach Lauren Arnell. Lauren, thanks for your time. Oh, great to be here, guys. Lovely to meet you all. Welcome to Adelaide. Isn't it great? How long have you been in town for? Uh, it would have been late April, early May that I officially moved. My partner's mm. originally from Adelaide, so fortunately oh, got good. the other side of the family's all here, so nice and settled really quickly. It's been oh, great. That is good. I was going to say. You, how did you get approached for the job? I mean, was it Juliet that came over? Who who made the first contact? Yeah, it's a good question. Juliet Haslam reached out um, a little while ago now, and fortunately in that time um, the boys were the Port boys were playing up in Brisbane and so right. we were able to meet face to face which I think was helpful yeah. um, and conversations went from there and a couple of interviews later and 
I was the senior coach at Port Adelaide for the first women's team ever. So look at that um, smile when you say <laughs> that. Yeah, it's great. Isn't Lauren, it? you are the senior coach of Port Adelaide. They're 152 years old, and you're the first woman coach of it. That, that you'll never that that that's yours forever. Can't be repeated. No, but you know, I can see the the the, the pride on your face. Yeah, I think um, the history that you reference is really clear at Port Adelaide, mm. and I know Tim will be able to speak to this better than most, is what I've been told about you, Tim. So, yeah, they're all lies. Yeah, <laughs> oh, look, honestly, I think it's Not the, all of them. the history of the footy club is so mm. important to everyone involved with Port Adelaide, and it was something that was very clearly spoken to me well before I even was successful in that job interview process. And, um, yeah, I, I think hopefully... Port Adelaide people can see that I'm super proud to be in this role and, um, you know, I want to keep learning about all the history and I've fortunately had a little bit of time now to get mm. my head around a lot of it. Um, and now we now we get to start our own in this AFLW program. Mm. So it's it's just super exciting. Now, there's been a lot of trailblazers in women's footy and, and I worked with one at the football club, uh, little Lisa Kennedy, who played a lot of footy and, was, and she told me, oh, we got a good coach, Timmy. She oh. was big rap straight away. She That's said, "We've got a good coach, Timmy." I said, "Well, I'll take that as your word because Lisa, well, I no really rate." Yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yet. But scoreboard nil all. That was Lisa giving me that insight. What was your first impressions when you came and walked into Port Adelaide? Oh, I think even just the presence of being at Alberton speaks for itself. And um, not sure how many people that are listening have, have heard about the new redevelopment mm. underneath the Foss Williams family stand and it's the incredible. facility that we've got for the AFLW program is amazing. And then the history speaks for itself when you walk around the grounds. And um, I was fortunate enough to spend a morning with Jack Cahill. Yeah, um, I saw that with Darren. Yeah, a couple of weeks awesome. ago. And, um, yeah, I think for me it's just really ingrained into... Um, everything that I've done up to this point and just really spending time and listening and learning about the history of the footy club. And, yeah, the challenge for us now is we, we start to write our own in this W mm. program um, and then we also acknowledge what's been before us and how we how we bring the two together is um, is going to be heaps of fun. What did he say? Jack Cale said <laughs> football is just bricks with ears. <laughs> did he, Timmy? Oh, I think he didn't say that to us at the time. <laughs> the, the AFLW draft is the 29th of June. I know a lot of the listeners would, would love to know how you're going. How's the list going? You've got a number of signings. Um, what are you looking for? How many picks have you got left? The squad's up to about 23, is that right? Yeah, bang yeah. on. So we've got 23 players signed pre-draft. Um, so that consists of existing AFLW players alongside SANFL and other state league yep. talent. So, yeah, we're up to 23. We're allowed a list of 30, so we'll draft mm. seven on the 29th of June. You'll get the best kids. That's the plan, Mm. absolutely. And so we're fortunate in that the first four picks of the SA state-based draft um, sit with us. Um, And so that's really exciting for us because, Mm. as hopefully all your listeners know, South Australian under-18 girls just won their first ever national championship. And smoked it. They Mm. did. They absolutely did. And we were obviously all there and and watching their win over Vic Metro, which is, in in women's football sense and, and girls' footy, is quite an historic moment for South Australian footy. So you've got 23, you're going to get another lot. The season kicks off, I, I counted, in 10 weeks' time. Yeah. Are you going to have enough time to bring it all together? Are you a bit nervous about that? Oh, I don't think nerves are relevant at this point. We just okay. get the job done. Um, I think one thing that's really exciting about our list is we've got some wonderful people, obviously. At the forefront of that is Erin Phillips, Ange Foley, Justine Mules, Gemma Houghton's come from Frio, um, one of the star players of the competition. So um, the beauty of all those people in our existing 23 is we've got some high-quality mm. people. Um, we've got 
people who want to be the hardest worker in the room every day and that's what I've been Brilliant. talking to them about. Um, we've got a little function on tonight where we'll come together and then first training tomorrow night. So, wow. um, you know, every club has, has 10 weeks to prepare. Uh, you know, other clubs, 14 other clubs in the competition have been together for a longer period of time than us, but I feel really comfortable that we've got high-quality people both mm. as players and, and staff in our program to really lead the way and... And have a real crack Super at this impressive. first season. Erin just had a little clean out. Can you give us an update? Because everyone loves Erin. Everyone does love Erin for good reason. Uh, yeah, just it's very simple clean out of okay. the knee. So, um, yeah, that's all progressing really well. She'll look after herself. Um, whereabouts like your gym work and all that, is that being done in the uh, Alan Scott headquarters or is it being done underneath the Foss Williams stand now? Is that being set up? Yeah, so gym will be Alan Scott headquarters. Yep. Um, that'll be a shared space w- with the men's program. So, right. um, yeah, it's great to have that already existing. Mm. And I know the football club it has plans to redevelop that whole space as well mm. um, in the very near future. So, yeah, yeah it'll all be one eventually, won't it? Absolutely. All under one roof. Uh, yeah, it'll just be quite extensive, really. Mm, <laughs> so we're yeah. really excited about that. Unreal. And you play your home games at Alberton. Yes. I Correct. mean, that's important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we think, obviously, we don't have a fixture yet, but we think mm. our show. You would have seen a draft fixture. Yeah, When's oh, the Crows you know what? Port That's game. what I was going to ask. We're really hoping that the Crows, the showdown, the first showdown is at Adelaide Oval. We just don't know okay. when just okay. yet, but I'm sure you'll be the first to know, Rowie. Well, mm, probably not. Interesting. Probably. Yeah. Tell Timmy and Timmy will pass it on to me. <laughs> but Lauren, I, all the best. It, it, it's a massive job. It's an exciting job. I, I can just see the pride in your face with that. Um, yeah, 10 weeks will go just like that. All the best with the draft. Get these girls together and happy days. Thanks so much. Well Cheers. done. Good luck, Lauren. Congratulations. Thank you. Inaugural right Port Adelaide. I mean, yeah. let's be honest, premiership captains, there's heaps of those at the club, but this is the first, Tim. <laughs> I like I that. mean, you're in. You yeah, know. no, yeah. I, I, Lauren's at the I table on her going. own, mate. Yeah, you got exactly. about 10 blokes around you. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's embarrassing. There's no doubt about that. Hey, guys, I know you love your footy, and if you want to watch AFLW, you can do it at the Lakes Hotel. Massive five-metre screen. Mm. You know what the bar's like. Oh, it's got it's all sorts pub. of drinks. I love it. You put a bet on as well. That's how you name it. the Lakes. I'll take you down there to the Lakes, actually, because he is a good poor man and we'll have uh, dinner at Crusoe's restaurant it's mm. very classy alright Tim just wants to go there because his big buffet would be up there somewhere wouldn't it oh, I'd, I'd take it with me <laughs> <laughs> Lauren well done thanks Lauren thank for you for coming in Tim Geneva always great to see you we'll see you same see time you, next week